You're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. So, ladies and gentlemen, Jack Barksdale. Hello, everybody. My name is Jack Barksdale, and you're listening to Jack Barksdale's Roots Revival. Today, my guest is Caleb Cottle, and I'm uh, super excited. Caleb is a great songwriter and musician, and he's got a new album coming out. I'm really excited for that. The singles are really great. Yeah, how are you doing, Caleb? I'm doing good, doing good, yeah. It was it was great getting to meet you in Boone a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and um, we had we had a good hike that we went and did together. <laughs> yeah. So, that so that that was fun, and we, we talked a little bit, bit about music and mm-hmm. um, songwriting heroes, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to get to talk to you a little bit more about all that stuff. Yeah, and you know some of these questions I might have already asked you, but I'll ask you again. And uh, okay, yeah, let's get right into it. I guess a a very important baseline question with anyone you're talking to about music is, you know, how did you get into music? How did you start playing and writing? You know. Yeah, um, I I started writing probably before I even started uh, working on the music part. I I didn't know that those two things would be connected until maybe a little later on. But I would always uh, just scribble on napkins or whatever and just kind of, I guess, write what uh, would be called poetry. But I didn't know that's what it was. I thought I was just uh, passing the time, you know. And, um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then I realized, oh, I can put the, I can put the guitar behind uh, these words and perhaps make a, a, a little bit more money. <laughs> <laughs> Not much more, but maybe just a tiny bit more than just a poet. So uh mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I got started. It was more out of a necessity of like playing guitar um, just so I could go perform the songs live. And then uh, later on, I got, you know, way, way further into trying to get better at guitar rather than it mm-hmm. just being um, this like thing that was underneath the words. That's awesome. And I think another important question that I like to ask most people is, you know, what are some of your biggest influences and why did they or how did they influence you? Yeah, so it started out, uh, I kind of came up through um, more like punk rock music, like The Clash and The Replacements. Um, And then it kind of, I got into people like Neil Young, and uh, that kind of led me to folks like uh, Graham Parsons, who led me to Towns and Guy and um, all of these people who became these, um, you know, fundamental songwriters for me. Um, so that, that's kind of how it works. You know, I kind of look at music and I think we talked about it a little bit on our hike, which was like, it's all one thing and, um, it's kind of all connected. And, uh, I think once you realize that it's all connected, then it becomes this like never ending search to find where something came from and try to follow that thread back as far as you can go, Mm -hmm. um, to see, you know, because I'm not interested in, you know, trying to sound like my heroes i want to know who my heroes were trying to sound like and kind of like follow it back there mm-hmm. and um so I, I think it's just this kind of uh lifelong uh search to try to put the whole web together yeah i got into a lot of like carter family and jimmy rogers and a lot of the stuff that was you know kind of the foundation of what you know my favorite music was uh built on and uh yeah it's a really fun and a really interesting thing to do uh, yeah, you can waste a lot of time doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very curious. What's your typical writing process? And also, you know, do you have one? Some people, you know, every song, you know, takes its own path, and some people have, you know, very strict process that they follow. Well, 
I feel like I usually wait till like a line comes to me. It usually comes to me as a couplet. So uh, I usually will have a couple lines and they, they kind of uh, that'll be kind of where it starts. And then I've got this other thing where I'm constantly working on melodies and um, arrangements and guitar parts. And so I kind of have like a pile of those. And then when I get a couplet that like makes me feel something, then I usually try to see if it works with any of the melodies that I have working at the time Mm -hmm. and then kind of build off of that. And um, that's typically how my songwriting process goes. But like, you know, I'm not against just shaking it up and like writing a song all at once uh, and then editing afterwards. Um, So it kind of just depends. But usually I'll have a a couple lines and I'll kind of build off of that. That's really cool. So you have this new album coming out, and it's called Forsythia. I've gotten to hear the singles, and uh, it's really cool, and I got to hear some of the songs live when I saw you live. It's what I've heard a really cool album. I was uh, kind of wondering what were kind of the the origins of of the album, you know, how it started and how it came into fruition. Yeah, I, I kind of... Um... So we, we put out the last record, um, April 3rd, 2020, like right before the whole world shut down. Mm -hmm. So, um, I felt like this was the first time where I had a lot of time on my hands. And so I was just hiking a bunch, um, and kind of just being, uh, as reflective as I possibly could. And I think that influenced most of the songwriting. Mm -hmm. It kind of comes from like a deeper, really personal space Mm -hmm. about, um, you know, where I grew up and how I feel about it now. Um, because I think that, you know, when you're growing up, like I, I just always thought like, I want to escape, I want to escape this place, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a big world out there. I hear these people singing about it. I want to get out there. And so I think now it's sort of, um, coming back and I kind of see, um, what, what makes the place I come from great. And so, um, I think when I wrote for Scythia, the, the song, that that kind of was the first one where I was thinking, oh, this seems like I'm getting to the heart of what I want this record to be. And um, so then I kind of started writing more and and I wrote maybe about 25 songs somewhere around there. And then we kind of whittled it down to the 10 that kind of painted the painted the the picture uh, of uh, what we were going for. So I think it started with Forsythia and then, you know, I had a couple co-writes on this record, uh, which I don't do often, uh, but I wrote The Gates with John Carter Cash, who produced the record. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote uh, Whirly Gigs with a great songwriter. Her name is Brennan Lee. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so yeah, it was just really, really fun process. And it felt like, uh, it feels like a very, very personal batch of songs. Mm-hmm. And you just uh, mentioned uh, that, you know, John Carter Cash produced it. You actually recorded it at the Cash Cabin, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yeah. So the, yeah, yeah, the Cash what was, Cabin. What was that like? You know, recording there. It's great. It's a it's a cozy little clubhouse kind of feel. Um, you know, it doesn't feel like a big stuffy studio, um, which those can be great. Uh, but for for me, and especially for this record. You know, we've got the there's like a fire pit out front. And so you kind of go from sitting around a fire, just mm-hmm. uh, having a good time. And then you just walk in and you cut some songs and walk out and sit by the fire. And so it just feels uh, it felt so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and then obviously I got to work with folks like Jerry Douglas and Sam Bush. And that was really incredible for me because I can't really remember a time where I didn't really know who those people were and what their instruments sounded like. And um, they're just such a big part of the fabric that, um, you know, they're just so involved in, in what I do in the world that I live in. And so it was really cool to get to actually hear what they sounded like on my songs because I'd heard what they sounded like on everyone else's songs. So it was cool to hear that on my songs. It was like a true thrill. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you kind of hoping to convey to listeners when they listen to this album? Yeah, I think there's like a thread of, of hope that kind of runs through this record. And um, really more than anything, I was just trying to create a little world for people to escape to for about 30 minutes just to mm-hmm. just to kind of get out of their head and, and go somewhere else with it. And mm-hmm. um, so I think that that was my main goal. And I think we really achieved that. And so I'm excited for everyone to get their ears on it. And um, hopefully it can take them away for a half hour. That's pretty cool. So, you know, the cash cabin, that's like a, that's a really cool place. It's kind of like a bucket list place. That kind of makes me wonder, what are some of the, the coolest place, some of the coolest places you've gotten to play or some of the coolest experiences you've had and then some things that you want to do? Yeah, um, I think one of the coolest things that's probably happened through music um, is getting to travel so much because, you know, I don't know that I would have gone to Norway or Sweden or, you know, uh, or the UK or anywhere that I've went and toured had it not been for songs. And so um, I think that's kind of the coolest part is, you know, just making making the, my world get so much bigger because of just these things that were in my head and um, things that I want to do, um, you know, probably just go see more stuff that I've never seen and go down roads I've never been down. And um, mm-hmm. I'd like I'd like to play the Ryman one day. I think that would be a, a real thrill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm kind of curious because uh, you're doing a lot of touring with this new album. I was wondering, you know, are you are you working on future projects currently or kind of focusing on, uh, you know, what this album is bringing to you? Well, I'm having to kind of compartmentalize uh, those things because I, I I do have to focus on this record coming out. But you know, you know, just like I do, we're always kind of on to the next. You know, as artists, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of you're only as good as your newest song, and um, that's kind of what I'm always thinking about. And so I have started a, a writing a, a follow up record, and I'm really excited about the songs I've come up with and. Um, you know, I I'd always heard a story about Guy Clark. He always made you play like the the last song you've written. Uh, like when he was around you, he'd hand you the guitar and say, you know, hey, you got to play me the newest one. I don't want to hear the one that you wrote five years ago that you're excited mm-hmm. about. I want to hear what you're excited about right now. And so, I love that because I think that 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 really um, plays into what I do. I'm I'm most excited about my newest song. <laughs> what do you feel like that those new songs? whenever they make it onto an album, what do you think that'll look like? Is it uh, different from this new ad- from this new album, or is it kind of in the same vein? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say until we actually get in there and start, start doing the thing. Um, but um, I know that I just really want to just highlight the songs because I, I think they're really strong and I spent a lot of time on them. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm trying to do just in general with each record is just make sure the songwriting's out front and um, mm-hmm. just try to keep refining that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. 
I've got uh, one more question for you, and thank you so much for coming on and talking with me and get, letting me learn more about you. But uh, I'm very curious, you know, what are some of your goals for your future? What do you want your, your future uh, in music to look like? Yeah, I think, you know, it's sort of like what I'm already doing right now. I think I just want to do more of it. And um, I feel like that's a that's a really good place to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, of course, have those like, you know, bucket list goals. And um, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, crossing them off as they come to me. But but really, I just want to be known as a great writer. And I want to just keep trying to uh, write the best song I can and um just try to make people feel things because I feel like there's a lot of noise out there uh, that doesn't make anyone feel anything. And uh, I think that's a shame. And so I'm just Mm -hmm. dedicating my life to trying to make people, you know, feel stuff. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Is there, could you, uh, you know, tell people where they can find you, your website, you know, your, your Spotify and all that stuff? Yeah, so calebcoddle.com, you can find, uh, you know, you can order the record there or you can uh, check out tour dates, which I got plenty of coming up. Uh, and then all the info you need uh, to all those other places you can get through the website. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, check it out. And uh, by the way, Jack, you have a big fan and my wife, she follows you on TikTok. And um, <laughs> I, I just wanted to let you know that before we got off here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- Yeah, well, uh, thank you so much. It was really great talking to you. Once again, you're listening to Jack Barksdale's Root Revival. I'm Jack Barksdale, and this is Caleb Cottle. This has been a really fun time. Thank you, Caleb. (laughs) 